This ad is almost 3 million gallons long because it's exactly the same amount of time it takes for that much water to flow over the deck at Niagara Falls. So how does the deck stand up to all that water? Thompson's water seal. Just another reason they call us America's recognized brand in water protection. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's water seal. Trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you. What's going on, everybody? It's time for Binge Boys 182. Happy Monday. It's Matt. What's up, man? What's going on? You know, just uh, chilling here in the newly lit. Get to record when the sun's still out. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, some could say that it's lit in there. It's always lit here in Indianapolis. It's, they call it the lit city. Oh, is that what they call Indianapolis? Lit city? No, it's the Circle City, or actually the opposite, because the nickname for it is Naptown. So, really, mm. any town for me is Naptown. <laughs> Indianapolis is the is the joke there. So, oh okay, I don't think it's very funny. I hate it. I hate Naptown. Just you know, <laughs> let you Georgia, let you Georgia boys know what it is. Okay, okay, <laughs> I see. Holy shit, we just got breaking news. What? Okay. Um. Well, I was gonna. Well, hold. I'll holster the breaking news uh, until the headlines to keep you teased and waiting. Um, oh, come on! It's breaking news, though. It's breaking news. What? Like it's going to be the first headline now. What? All right. Uh, it's a it's a teaser for 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 a show that's that's coming soon. Um, guys, uh, welcome to the Binge Boys. Uh, you you might have heard a voice that sounds somewhat familiar, but maybe not super familiar. But that's that's Tanner, cousin Tanner. What's up? Tanner's a host on the Binge Boys now. Yeah. Mainly because Mitch got hit by a bus. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Mitch did not get hit by a bus. However, he fell off a cliff and died on impact. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Not that either. In fact, Mitch is cooking something up in the background. Mitch is hard at work cooking something up. So is Jordan. So so is Jordan. Jordan is also cooking. Shouts to Jordan. Um, But Mitch is cooking something up in the background uh he's gonna be in and out over the next couple of weeks he's 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 brewing something's a coming i won't announce it just yet because it's not my place it'll be mitch's place to announce what's going on but when we get there uh, it's gonna be really exciting so uh so mitch will have a lot less time on the binge boys therefore uh tanner is going to be uh our new binge boys host. Welcome, Tanner. Thank you. Thank you for Two having applause, me. Applause, uh, sound bite. Tanner, let me be the first to say welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Tanner, let me be the first to say after Matt, welcome. <laughs> uh, folks, you know what we do here. We talk about the hottest in TVs and movies, sometimes some music, sometimes some gaming, and sometimes some pop culture. Uh, first things first, go to iTunes.com slash the binge boys podcast and leave that rating and review. Tell a friend in need about the podcast. Uh-huh. Everybody's always talking about what do I need to watch? What do I need to listen to? What do I need to play? What do I need to stream? The next? Binge boys. Well, that, that that's a good point. But also, <laughs> uh, but come here and we'll tell you. We'll, we'll talk about the hottest in movies and music and TV shows that week and uh, hopefully turn someone on to uh, to some good stuff. Uh, we have, we had breaking record numbers on the episode that, uh, me and Mitch shit on Tom and Jerry. So if there's, uh, <laughs> there's a couple of you, yeah, a weird one. Uh, but if, so if there's a few of new people here, welcome. And if you're already existing, welcome back. If you're new here and you don't follow us on Instagram, which you should, I don't know why you don't go follow us on Instagram at binge boys podcast. That's where you see. Uh, the reviews, the announcements, the stories, the polls when we do them, the uh, all of the above. That, that's that's where everything goes down on the Binge Boys Instagram account. You look like you have something to say, Matt. <laughs> I was going to say, if you want, I'm not going to say it. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, so that's that's who we are. 
And uh, I guess I can get into the headlines. Oh, no. Before that, I wanted to go through, uh, r- run down the uh, the Watchdog pod schedule for the week. I, I don't normally do that, but uh, why not? Cross promotion. So today, <laughs> you're listening to this on Tuesday. The Binge Boys has released. And uh, you know what else you could listen to? Binging Batch. The finale episode comes out this week. Uh, or today is more specifically when you're listening to this. It comes out... And uh, and you can listen to me and Laura's takes on Matt's final episode. Tonight's the finale. Oh. I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a guest. Wait, you're kicking me off? Oh, Matt James, no. the Bachelor. <laughs> James, I get it. Yeah. Oh, okay, Matt James, not Matt. <laughs> yeah, not, not you, Matt. Yeah, get not the squad you, Matt. reunited. <laughs> yeah, so so me and Laura are jumping on together. I'm going to be the special guest on the finale episode. And uh, yeah, we're really excited. It's going to be a long one. We're not going to be able to start recording until 11 p.m. Because that's when uh, that's when The Bachelor is going to end because oh. it's three hour finale tonight. Oh, um, so but but that's OK. Check it out on Thursday. You're going to get a new episode of the run through the binge boys run through starring none other than myself and Tanner. Tanner and yes. I talked about 21 Jump Street. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, we gave our thoughts on that film starring Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. So check that out on Thursday. And then Friday, I interviewed an old buddy of mine from high school. He is now a streamer on Twitch. His name Ooh. is Francis. Shout out to Francis. Check out that episode of The Exchange on Friday. And then next week, we have the long-anticipated run-through starring Matt and Mitch and I where we discuss Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man oh. trilogy. All three movies, one one th- run through. It's it's going to be a oh, doozy. Be fun. It's going to be a doozy. So, it's going to be thick. It's going to it's going to be a thick episode. It might be as thick as uh, the Batman versus Superman argument that me and Matt had. Uh Dude. maybe thicker, who knows. We'll see. Maybe. I, we we got to run through th- three movies. Uh So, hey, uh buckle up (laughs) but uh i guess i can get straight to the headlines now um a uh break that breaking news news. break the breaking news is that the official teaser trailer was just released by hbo for the new house of dragon hbo or uh game of thrones spinoff show the teaser has just been dropped by hbo uh the, the teaser is very short. It just shows some fire brewing around some dragon scales. And then the title comes through and says House of Dragon, Game of Thrones, uh, streaming in 2022. And then it shows us the HBO Max logo. So All right. there you go. There, there, there's our teaser for, for Game of Thrones' next spinoff. I know roommate Jordan is fist pumping. Uh, oh, he's yawning. He's he's not impressed. So <laughs> and and. <laughs> And if there is a, uh, if there's anybody on the planet that's as diehard as a Game of Thrones fan as uh, the, as it gets, then roommate Jordan is that person. Matt, were you, were you super duper into Game of Thrones? So I uh, watched it when I could binge it just all at once because you know I am a binge boy. Um, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I definitely sort of agree with everyone's takes about how it ended. I wish it could have ended on a bit higher of a note, but maybe. Maybe this little bit of time off has got them to, uh, you know, figure out what what the what the right moves are to make for this uh, this spinoff. Yeah, absolutely, Tanner. You never watched Game of Thrones, did you? Not yet. Planning to this summer when I move into my apartment mm-hmm. with the people who have HBO Max. That's there you go. There you go. <laughs> that's so, the that's move. a great. It's yes, a good it show. It's a good show. So oh, yeah. I, I definitely recommend watching it. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving on to news that isn't breaking. Um, <laughs> over the weekend. Avatar, you know, the Blue People movie. Uh, <laughs> Avatar retook the highest grossing film of all time uh, from Avengers Endgame. Oh. Uh, Endgame took it from Avatar back in April, I think. Whenever mm-hmm. Endgame came out of 2019, was Endgame in 2019 or 2020? No, it was 2019. Like 2019. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That feels like so long ago. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, they re-released for some reason this movie in China in theaters, and it made uh, around fifty-eight million dollars over the weekend. Uh, so it took over Endgame. So at this point, Avatar has made 
two billion seven hundred and ninety eight million five hundred and seventy nine thousand seven hundred and ninety four dollars. Endgame has made two billion seven hundred and ninety seven thousand or million five hundred and one thousand three hundred and twenty eight. Just over a million dollars. Uh, so 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 there you go. Uh, Avatar now holds the top box office. Oops, performance. <laughs> There's roommate Jordan chiming into the group chat on uh, the Game of Thrones teaser. I thought uh, it was more breaking news. Yes, yes, more breaking news. <laughs> um, so when uh, when uh, when Endgame, if it inevitably inevitably ever gets re-released in theaters, it will probably it's honestly probably going to go back and forth for yeah. a long time until another movie comes around that has the potential to to overtake the. Uh, the slot so moving on from that just to kind of have a cool little update the grammys were last night i don't know about you matt but this is the first grammys i uh i haven't watched this grammys uh i this is the first grammys i've skipped in a long time do you you're shaking your head no i assume that means you never watch them i've never seen one really i'm not a award show fan no Mm. i used to watch them all the time well, Tanner, I'm about to tell you. Good. I'm about to give you a short list of some of the main category winners. And I'll tell you, uh, it's not great. A lot of weird snubs this year. First of all, The Weeknd wasn't nominated at all for really? anything, considering he had the greatest song released in, what did they say, the, the century or something with oh, blinding I lights? Wait, not that one. Uh, blinding oh, yeah. lights. Yeah, the blinding, blinding lights, by yes. the lights. Wait, I can't, I can't think of it. Oh yeah, I'm mine and mine and mine. Yeah, that. Yeah, that okay, one. Yeah, that. Um, so album of the year went to Folklore, Taylor Swift. Now you're fist pumping there, Matt, because you're you're a big T Swifty fan. You know I am, but but uh, probably not the most deserving. It, it's a good marker about you know this year in music, but I feel like there's probably some better choices there. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. Record of the year went to Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Song of the Year went to I Can't Breathe by Her. Best New Artist went to Megan The Stallion. Best Pop Solo. Yeah, I, I saw that one coming. Uh, best Pop Solo Performance went to Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. That song goes. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Watermelon yeah, Sugar. I'm with you. I, I'm, I dig I, that song. I love the song. I just like... It was just... That was also like kind of a weird choice. I feel like, yeah. like it's yes. not the worst choice, but it was just sort of a very middle of the road. Yes, agreed. Uh, best pop album went to Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Uh, in my top ten, really? just saying, okay. very okay. good album. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let's keep going. Best rock? No, nobody here listens to that. best r&b performance song went to black parade by beyonce i don't even recall that song to be honest so it might have been from the lion king black is king thing it it, it goes yeah yeah it it goes it's a good one it's a bop okay uh best r&b album went to bigger love by john legend that was a good album I'll, i'll vouch for that one um best rap performance went to Savage by Megan the Stallion featuring Beyonce. That beat out Pop Smoke, Lil Baby, Jack Harlow, Nipsey Hussle, Big Sean, and Da Baby. A lot, a lot of people are upset about that I hate one. That. Uh I like Meg, I so I I, I, I I like Meg, but um I don't know if I would have given that to one yet just yet because she also won best rap song over Roddy Rich, Lil Baby, Drake, and the Baby. The box. Yeah. She beat that with the same song, Savage, featuring Beyonce. <sighs> Best rap album went to uh, King's Disease by Nas, beating out uh, D Smoke, Freddie Gibbs, J Electronica, and Royce to 5'9. Royce to 5'9. <laughs> uh, Best country album went to Wild Card by Miranda Lambert. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. I saw that. Joker won for best original soundtrack or whatever, or best original score. So that that was cool to see. The Joker movie oh, wow. was nominated for for that. So I, I guess that's cool. 
cool. But yeah, that, that, those are the Grammys. Uh, nothing crazy, really lackluster, in my in my opinion. A year in music, 2020. You know, we didn't get much because of the quarantine and everything that everyone went under. So I'm hoping that 2021 uh, changes that. Same. But but lastly, the Oscars, the other award show, but this time for <laughs> movies. Their nominations were announced today. Oh. Nominees for best movie, actor, all that good stuff. So I'll go through the main, uh, the main categories as fast as possible. But uh, best picture nominees, of course, the biggest category goes to The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Miniri, Nomadland, Promising Young Women, The Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I haven't seen hmm. any of those movies. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was good. I, I saw that one. We, we all watched uh, that one. And we also watched The Trial of the Chicago 7. Um, but I do not believe we've seen anything else unless uh, you have seen something I haven't met. Nope. I've heard of most of them except for The Father, mm -hmm. Minari, and Promising Young Woman, though. Yeah. Uh, this year broke records in terms of the amount of Asian nominees. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Asian young nominees, and I and I only know this because the Hollywood Reporter uh, tweeted out a not so great headline. I'll I'll read the headline. Uh -oh, what do you say? the The headline is Oscars: Diverse field sees Asian actors shattering the bamboo ceiling. Uh, you, know, oh, you just don't need to say that. You just really don't. That's the thing about it. Yeah, you, you know the thing about that is. Uh, I feel like that tweet should get taken down. I feel like there's a lot of yeah. Asian people that yeah. might think that's somewhat offensive. It is. I just think it sucks. It's not funny. It doesn't really give <laughs> you any information. It just tells you, you know what a better headline would have been? More Asian actors and actresses nominated than ever before. That would have been a better headline. Full stop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so proceeding on, actress in a supporting role, we have Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Amanda Seyfried, Yon Ya Ying, and Maria Baklavaga from How did the woman from Borat get fucking nominated? God damn it. <laughs> Dude, Borat won best comedy at the Golden Globes. Yeah, it's then the again, Golden like Globes, though. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. They they're all paid for anyway. Um, <laughs> best best supporting actor we got Sasha Baron Cohen for the trial of the Chicago 7 Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah Leslie Odom Jr. One Night in Miami, Paul Rossi The Sound of Metal and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah I'm really hoping it goes to one of those dudes from Judas and the Black Messiah yeah, but. crowded field uh, best let's see best animated feature film we have Wolf Walkers, Soul Sean from the Sheep movie, Over the Moon and Onward, <laughs> Pixar scoring two nominations in that category. Oh. Uh, best actor uh, in a leading role, we got Riz Ahmed from The Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, and Stephen Young from Minari. And then same... Uh, but for actress, we got Viola Davis, Andrea Day, Vanessa Kirby, Francis McDonald, and Carrie Mulligan. And uh, we'll, we'll round it out with best director. Thomas Vinderberg, another round. David Fincher for Mank. Emerald Fennel from Promising Young Women. Chloe Zhao from No Man Land. Lee Isaac Chung from Minari. I have a feeling this Minari movie is going to sweep. Yeah, I... I think I have heard of it now. It's sort of like about a uh, a Korean family that lives like in the South. So I'm just interesting their life there. So yeah, Stephen nice. Young, Stephen Young from uh, Walking Dead fame. Hmm, he's the guy who played Glenn. Did you ever watch The Walking Dead, Tanner? Never. Did you, Matt? I I only uh, listened to The Talking Dead actually. Ah, yes <laughs> the uh, the the post Walking Dead show. That recapped the uh, the episodes there. Yeah, it was really confusing since I didn't watch The Walking Dead, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Okay, well, that was it for the headlines. A little bit longer, but eh, that's okay. Yeah. Who cares? Who Big cares? Tings. Big tings, Big tings. exactly. Uh, first up, in terms of our main topics, 
assembled the making of WandaVision. Now, for those of you who don't know, Disney is doing a thing just like they did for The Mandalorian, and they released a documentary special after the airing of The Mandalorian Season 2 and 1, and they did the same with WandaVision, and it's called Assembled. And I guess all of the making ofs, movies, and shows are now going to go in this Assembled show uh, on Disney+. And so the first episode was obviously WandaVision. Tanner, I'll start with you. Did this documentary do anything new for you no i mean it kind of made me realize kind of that like well katherine han's a beast first of all like she's just like a great actress and um it's kind of funny that vision had to be blue yeah <laughs> instead of red I, I thought they just painted him red why don't they just paint him red i think for the black <laughs> i think for the way that they were trying to like get the black and white cgi yeah so like oh yeah. that, work oh, yeah. properly they had to make his skin a different shade oh, okay that's how I took that. It was either that or to get, yeah, to get like the contrast, right? Of like how his suit looked against his skin to make it look like the, I can't remember if it was like a gray suit or whatever against like the red to keep that same level of contrast they did blue. And because they also said like in that old TV, like a lot of the actresses would use blue lipstick to get kind of, because that gives you more of a pop in uh, black and white. Oh, okay. There you go. Matt, did That's this documentary issue. do anything new for you? Like, objectively, yes, I suppose, in that, like, I learned how much work went into, like, recreating, like, old technology, but, like, it did, it had no business being a full hour, they could have cut it easily in half, maybe even a third, like, there was just kind of a lot of filler, but, you know, I was really into it for most of it, so it was definitely, you know, worth watching-ish. Is my uh, official stance yeah. on it, I suppose. I, I think- mean, it just wasn't that interesting at the same like I don't know, like I think we would all give it threes out of fives across the board, like yes. uh, yeah, like yep. watch it if you are curious about the making of one one division. I mean, it's interesting. I mean it's cool, yeah. yeah, like Matt said, to see like what goes into it, but uh but other than that, like, yeah, like you just see Scarlet or Scarlet Witch. You just see uh, Elizabeth Olsen talking to the camera for most of it, which mm-hmm. honestly, that's great. As I was watching it, I was like, God damn, dude. Elizabeth Olsen is such a baddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is objectively cute. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you if if you would have asked me five years ago who my like celebrity like crush was, it wouldn't have been Elizabeth Olsen. But in 2021, my official stance is that it's Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> What's your celebrity crush, Tanner? Hmm. I didn't prepare you for this question. No. And I don't know. Um, Do you know yours, Matt? I can't think. Do you have a celebrity one. crush? Uh, my mind just runs to like Scar Joe, but that could just be MCU like mm-hmm. thinking. I don't know. I was there at one point too. I've I've leveled up. No offense to Scarlett Johansson, whoa, but, whoa. <laughs> but but hey, Elizabeth Olsen, man, just the way she, I don't know, she's just got that smile. <laughs> she does. Well, I can't think. Of I don't know if there's more to be said about uh, WandaVision's <laughs> documentary. Olsen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just hope they bring a little bit more with the other ones. I felt like they were trying not to like spoil things or like talk about the story, but it's like, that's kind of what, what I want to hear about. It's like why they chose like yeah. different directions. Exactly. Yeah. I would, I would like have loved the process of the writing or stuff like, like the, you know, how they, you know, did it, you know? Yeah. I would, I would yeah. have loved to hear why they chose to cast Evan Peters as Pietro yeah, instead wow. of anybody else. But I don't think we got that explanation. Yeah, they really kind of like danced around it. They did. They like pretty. He pretty much said like everything except like this was the story reason why I was like you know brought back in. They just like didn't quite get to that, and that was sort of disappointing. I thought they would. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were gonna get a lot more like almost like not not. I thought we were almost going to get like almost some answers to some of the lingering questions, not all the lingering questions. Cause yeah. obviously we have to see the story proceed more, but like give us a little bit of like, 
yeah, we chose to make Evan Peters Quicksilver just because we thought it'd be fun. Like, yeah, like some just of the it, maybe maybe yeah, yeah. they aren't answering it means there could still be something. That's also that's true. A good, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And like we yeah. talked about when we talked about the finale, this is you know the first step of the next phase. Yeah. So they don't want to immediately cool. you know answer all the questions they brought up in the you know making of after show. <laughs> the target dead, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh do you guys uh do you guys have any other closing thoughts on this WandaVision documentary or or are we just saying, hey, if you liked WandaVision and you're looking for something to fill your time in between uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier, just watch it? Literally yeah, that exact not? statement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we we shall not spend any more time on it then. Uh all right. Next up. Biggie, I got a story to tell. Documentary about Biggie, uh, the uh, the notorious B.I.G., otherwise known as. Mm-hmm. Uh, documentary on Netflix, kind of walked through how he got started and his life, and and really just his whole shebang. Tanner, mm-hmm. what did you think about this documentary? I went into it, not really interested in him or interested in anything like that, and um, it was good. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It like he was really, I guess, really talented, and everybody saw it, and that was cool. I didn't know he had beef with Tupac. I didn't know that is how everything went down. Like, ooh, sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people people often put him and Tupac on the same pedestal of like they would still they would probably be some of the greatest rappers alive if they were still here. Do you think that's true, or do you think, I, or do I, you I, think I judge that. that our society just it's sad to say, and I'm sorry to say it, but I'm going to be the one that says it. Chadwick Boseman only got nominated for his role in this movie because he's dead. I don't think that's true. Did you watch this movie? I did watch that movie. Oh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> but they've done this. They do this every year. They nominated Philip Seymour Hoffman the year that he died. They nominated Heath Ledger the year that he died. They gave him the Golden Globe. It, it, they nominated pop smoke but before his album nobody had ever heard of pop smoke it's i don't know it it's it's a way to pay respects imo i'll have to watch the movie because obviously it's nominated for a lot of stuff so now i want to watch it and it's on netflix i'm pretty sure yeah Yeah, that's where it was released um it's definitely just like a filmed play so keep your you know production expectations kind of in check for that so oh okay i didn't i didn't know that i know i know nothing yeah. about it so me neither okay but anyway back to biggie um mm-hmm. I, it was like it was interesting it was really cool to learn that whole story and to hear like a different like that's a different life that like for me i don't i don't know anything about yeah that type of life you know and that was interesting to hear about it what do you think matt more respect for rap yeah yeah definitely i think um yes. i'm sort of conflicted because i, I I do agree that it is a really good look, like like a direct, but I feel like they didn't quite like stitch a story together in a way that that would have made the documentary sort of like on that like next step, which I think like the interviews they had were great. The footage they had was great, but just they couldn't quite piece it together in a way um, that sort of kept me engaged. So that's why it's sort of more... Oh, go for it. Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. You were you were talking. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's why it kind of gets a three out of five for me. There's still a lot there to learn, but I feel like to get like the most from it, I feel like I'd have to sort of start with a stronger baseline knowledge like about his life. Like first he did that, then he did this, then he did that. And sort of this would help sort of fill in yeah, the gaps. True. Yeah. Almost almost feel like this could have been like a short three episode mini series yes, or something true like, yes almost want like because you know how they did it like they would like say like biggie like in two in yeah, like 1990 something he'd be like 16 years old yep. and then like they would only spend like 10 minutes on that year and then they would fast forward like four years until he was 20 and i was like whoa what and then they go what happened again, in yeah. between these four years maybe they tried to hit all the highlights but mm-hmm. yeah i was kind of confused when that uh I didn't really. That was kind of confusing. I, I don't know. I, I I'd like to see more. Me too. I yeah. was interested. He he was definitely a different kind of rap 
Yeah, like then, well, no, that's how that's was rap. That's then, what rap you know? was. True. Yeah, it now was raps like ugh, now rap is like I've got money and cars and women and and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And back then, it almost was like rap was like a, a creative way to tell a story or a struggle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I mean, it's also like I feel like you were sort of getting to this point, <laughs> Logan, before you started slandering uh, Chadwick Boseman's performance. You're right. You're movie right. You I, haven't I, seen. Hey, R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman, but <laughs> he just. Mm-hmm. I think he's fallen into a trap that that a lot of people fall yeah. under. But anyway, go ahead. But like, so you're talking about like how this stuff is so much uh, more revolution, not like revolutionary, but like I mean, I guess in its own way, like completely new. But this is the stuff that's that's stuck around like since then. I'm sure there was just as much like bad rap music that you know, yeah, that's no true. one talks about anymore. That like you know is. Uh, is replayed by Ayaz, you know, does anyone <laughs> make a, uh, make a doc about that guy in 30 years or whatever? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think we're getting that. Um, iPods, but yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that song in so long. And honestly, I'm glad I have. I'm glad I haven't. <laughs> I was gonna say you remember all the words, don't you? Oh, I, I probably could sing it for you if, <laughs> if, if I if I heard the instrumental in the background. Like, Absolutely, that was one of those songs that was like, it was like that and Fireflies in the same year. <laughs> I, I still listen to Fireflies. That song's an absolute jam. Owl City goes. They have a song with Carly <laughs> Rae Jepsen. Very oh. good. Yes, Whoa. very good. Wait, what, I agree. Which one is that? One? I don't know what it's called, but it's they do have a song with her. Uh, good time. That's okay. it. It's always, it's always a good, good time. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> nobody, nobody came here. Copyright strike. Stop. DMCA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna get busted and taken off the air. Or hopefully, Owl City just is like, hey, hey, let me come on the pod and promote my song. Uh, instead of you promoting <laughs> it for me, do it for real. Yeah, give me a, give us a live performance, except not live, but live for us. But <laughs> yeah, pre-recorded awesome. for everyone else. It'll just be like you're listening to Fireflies. <laughs> there more, is there more to say about Biggie? Uh, I, I I like that they interviewed like Diddy. I heard yeah. they love it when they call him Big Papa. I love it when they call me Big Papa. <laughs> that clip from uh, yeah. from Martin or whatever that show was was like oh, yeah. very very funny. Oh, um, yeah, that was funny. Who was your uh, your? We usually have this when we talk docs. Who was your favorite interview subject? Was it uh was it Diddy, his mom, or I'm partial to that Actually, uh, that jazz musician that lived on his street? That was my oh, yeah, that guy. guy was good. Yeah, I kind of like Diddy. I didn't really yeah. know much about Diddy either, so it was cool to hear him talk. Definitely. Yeah, I kind of see that perspective. Like, I, I know who Diddy is and kind of like he's just been like a guy, almost Puffy. like Jay-Z. Yeah. Like, I know surface level information about Jay-Z and Diddy, but like, I almost want Diddy to get his own documentary and just hear his whole story. Like, yeah. He was I, cool. I mean, like, it sounded like he brought, he helped big and he was like, like the big the, the the man that like helped him so like that Definitely. was pretty cool yeah. do you guys want to play a game called what's diddy's net worth sure <laughs> where'd you get matt, this game from I, I don't know matt uh matt what would you say ballpark estimate what's p diddy's net worth in 2021 2021 800 million all right tanner you know what net worth means, right? 150 million. Yeah. 150 million. Wait. Disrespect. A uh, net worth means that it pretty much essentially what this guy's got in the bank right now. Oh, uh, well then, um in cars and houses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I yeah. thought you meant like what he makes, like no, 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 no. That's his salary. <laughs> his I'm salary. talking like I'm talking like well, how much this money like this dude owns then, yeah. to his name. 750 million. It is. Uh, you both are close. It's uh, eight hundred and eighty-five million. This dude's I, flirting I, with a Billy. I was gonna billy. say. I thought he was flirting with a Bill. I think. I think uh, someone else has played Clinton? this game with the same figure. Which Which Bill is he flirting with? Is it, you got to think it's Clinton. 
<laughs> no, exactly. We know it ain't Cosby. They're not quite running the same <laughs> Cosby ain't flirting with anybody except for his cellmate. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I just did Cosby dirty. But then again, he, he did a lot of other people. He dirty. did a lot of people yeah, dirty. Yeah. You're right, Turner. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I want a documentary on Cosby. Am, am like, I the only one asking for that? I guess yeah, that that'd be interesting actually. It would. Be, I feel like it, almost like a whole series, like multi-part. Yeah. Like, you know, almost like the R. Kelly thing they did. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. They did a docu series about. I think it was called Surviving R. Kelly. And they almost, I think mm-hmm. they did like six episodes and each episode was like an interview with like a woman that he like, you know, he like pees on kids. Oh God. Okay. Okay. What? Isn't that right? Or am I just yeah, like yeah. seeing what I saw? Then, then he basically started like a cult where he basically got, you know, just women that he wanted to uh, do things with, like to get other women like into it. And yeah, just like a whole thing. He's a really Which messed were- up dude. Which wow. which rapper was the one that recently was like, yeah, uh, oh man, I forget what he said. I don't want to butcher. I think it's Ti. I think you're thinking about Ti yes, about his exactly daughter. Yeah, yep. the one who he said, what did he say about his daughter again? That he like, uh, I don't know, something about like he was checks really- on her virginity like every day or something. Damn. I don't know if we yeah. want to be talking about this. I, I don't know if we want to be talking Biggie about did uh, nothing of this sort <laughs> to our knowledge from this stuff. Biggie, I almost found it like, like crazy in the scenes where they are talking to him and interviewing him. And I was like, wait, yeah. hold up. Yeah. But then I realized, like, if you look closely, you can tell that the camera quality isn't like really, really yeah. good and sharp image like it is today. Yeah. So they obviously pre-recorded it unless he yeah. truly is still alive just As like they say him and just how they say like him and tupac are like chilling in like cuba <laughs> it's cuba, yep since cuba's aunt or uh tupac's aunt is like a revolutionary who moved down there due to uh getting in too hot of water which is true <laughs> that's like an objective fact yes yes exactly um oh, yep but um i always think it's weird when Guy like guys, especially rappers who you know put on such like a bravado um, persona, and then like when they talk, like I'm just a shy guy, you know, I like to do all this. It's like it's not really how I feel. It's just like an extension like of my feelings. Like he was just like a quiet little like art school guy who he was, like, dude. like yeah. really found his uh, persona in like rap music, which I thought was just pretty funny. Yeah, he, he's a shy art school kid, but then gets on the street and starts rapping about suicide. And it's like, whoa, yeah, dude, yeah. like, yeah. like, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, next up. So, yeah, anyway, I'd watch, uh, Biggie, watch it. Biggie, I got a story to tell. If you want to learn about Biggie, check it out. I think we all across the board. This is another three out of five across the board. Did you? I is that I what you gave it? Five. You give a four out of five? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty okay. good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Are yeah. you a big documentary guy? You no, are no, I no, you're I not. never watch them. That's why when I watch them, I'm like, oh, that was good, dude. <laughs> only real OGs remember that span of like you 10 watched... episodes. Do you remember? Yeah, when I watched like 15 so documentaries, documentaries a week, yes. <laughs> I, I remember that. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I was obsessed. It was after the Ted Bundy tapes came those out, are, oh, those oh. and I got hooked on the whole like true crime thing, dude. I watched so much shit on. On Netflix. And, oh yeah, yeah, dude. I was all in was on documentaries. Crime junkie. Changed my life. Thanks, Ted Bundy. Uh <laughs> nope, nobody's ever said that. Um, next up, man. Uh I, I added this to the rundown kind of late, um, because obviously we sorted the whole Mitch and Tanner thing out. But Tanner is uh is another proud owner of Apple TV Plus. Oh yeah. So, oh, all right. So I get to check out for a few minutes. You, you get Jeez. to chill for a minute. You can finish your uh, your your uh, pork chop. What you were what you were munching on uh, a little earlier. But uh, Tanner and I consumed a movie over the consumed. weekend <laughs> called. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I, I said that. <laughs> said that. Uh, but let me pull up uh, information about it so I don't fuck it up. But we had a few slices of cherry. No, nope, uh-huh. didn't work. Nope. That didn't land. Uh, you're you're close. It's okay. Cherry, uh, Cherry is a movie that came out on Apple TV Plus over the weekend. Uh, it was released in theaters, I believe, earlier this month. But they kind of did a 
see it in theaters for two weeks and then go check it out on Apple TV plus kind of situation. But anyway, Cherry directed by the Russo brothers. Yep. Uh, the guys who did a small indie film Avengers Endgame. Uh, the one we talked about earlier, which also which can I say made that much money, by the way? What, no, it, no. It, it, it wasn't number one at the box office it's for not. for a year and a half before <laughs> Uh, another movie owned by the same studio overtook it. Unbelievable. So uh, so anyway, this movie stars Tom Holland, Jack Raynor, oh, Forrest oh. Goodluck, Sierra Bravo, uh, and then a, a few others. Not not really anybody notable in this movie except for Tom Holland is the title role. Sierra Bravo's bra- <sighs> Sierra Bravo is from Big Time Rush, that TV show in Nickelodeon. What? She is. Yeah, she's the sister. Oh my God, she is. Yeah. <laughs> look how far she's come because you've got to live it big time did you know that she won an award uh for big time rush what no what? never mind she was nominated for young artist award in 2012 on the kids choice awards which okay. also were last weekend we should have covered that damn <laughs> no no one's asking for us to cover the, the kids choice awards <laughs> but anyway cherry i thought it was good did you i did I was, what would you give this out of five? I gave it a four. Really? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a great story. I mean, not a great story. It was like really sad, but. Yeah, this isn't a fun movie to watch, yeah. folks. Yeah. Uh, so the Tom story Holland was incredible. Yeah. Tom Holland better get a. Uh, well, he doesn't because we just read off the nominations. Maybe next year. Uh, but I think Cherry also might have missed the cutoff. So maybe next year he'll get mm-hmm. nominated for it. But anyway, Cherry. Uh, its plot on IMDb reads as Cherry drifts from college dropout to army medic in Iraq, anchored only by his true love, Emily. But after returning from the war with PTSD, his life spirals into drugs and crime as he struggles to find his place in the world. I didn't know anything about this movie going in. I didn't know a trailer. I didn't know anything. I just knew the Russo brothers did it and Tom Holland starred in it. I knew nothing. I knew nothing about this movie. I knew a little bit about like, I knew he was going to be a junkie and I knew there was a military involved, but not else i guess yeah i uh it 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 was good but um it it's one of those where i forget what movie we reviewed not too long ago but it was one of those where it's like oh it was kind of i think hillbilly elegy was kind of of the same sort of like very well acted but in terms of like an enjoyable movie this was not it it was not enjoyable it was ter- it was like it, it really was really sad. hard to watch in in a lot of scenes. The acting by the two leads, though Tom Holland and Sierra, oh, incredible. They Tom both Holland. deserve he, extreme amounts of recognition. Like if I see him anywhere else, or well, what else has he been in? Spider Man. No, other than no, other than Spider Man. Like that's a given. Oh, he's but, gonna be. Uh, he's playing Nathan Drake in the Uncharted oh, that's film. Right. That's right. Oh, in that other movie. Uh, yeah, that one. That was good. Onward? <laughs> no, no, no. And yeah, that and what was it called? Devil the Devil all the Time. Thing. Oh, Thank Devil you. All the yes. Time. There Thank you go. You. Yes. Thank you, man. Um, but he made me really like, I totally forgot he was Spider-Man. I totally forgot he was Spider-Man Tom Holland for a while. Yeah. Like, oh, he was good. I, I really don't have much to say other than the fact that Tom Holland really, man, just fucking nailed it. He did. That's what made the movie the best. I mean, they told the story in a pretty weird way. Yeah, it, it's really fucked up, man. It's a God, really it's bad so story. It so this dude goes to war. No, well, no, 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 sorry. So, so he goes to college, falls yeah. in love with a girl. The deeply, girl, deeply, yeah, <laughs> uh, deeply in love. They fall in love with each other, and then she does what girls do and manipulated him. <laughs> she manipulated him into thinking that she was gonna leave him. And he thought, wow, now my life has no meaning. I'm going to go join the United States Army. And he joins. And then before he gets deployed, she's like, just kidding. I'm not leaving you. And he's like, and then she gets mad at him for joining the army. Does she? Yes. There was that whole scene where she was bitching at him. Oh, I don't remember. Bitch, he joined because of you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going off Hello? right now, dude. Like, I'm I'm fiery and passionate about this. And right he now. joins because of her, and then becomes this. So this movie is really her of fault. A person, I that's honestly, I was thinking that in the middle of the movie, but then I was like, man, that's that's kind of an effed up thing. To, 
And then there's like a nice stretch of the movie, probably a good 30 minutes. All right. Uh, shout out to Pearson for texting me. <laughs> um, uh, OG, OG Binge Boy Pearson. There you go. OG, OG Pearson. Uh, OG Binge Boy Pearson. Um, there's a nice like 30 minute, 40 minute stretch of the movie that takes place in Iraq when he's in the military. Oh, it's and it up. is fucked. It is it's oh, terrible, dude. There are it's scenes that made me like cringe. And I think there was a scene where I looked away and I was like, I, I can't watch it. I can't look. The guts one. Yeah. Oh, the guts. so he had to put, ah, I shouldn't. Yeah. He, he, pl- he played a medic. He wanted to be a medic. And as medics, you know, Medics have to uh, see some nasty things. See some nasty things, and oh. uh, they and he did, and uh, he lost a lot of his friends. His I mean, friend. his best all, friend, his whole little platoon, his whole drove platoon away. drove away in a truck to go get backup, and they got blown up, and and he had to like he pull their bodies out oh. of the burning car, and it was just basically their skeletons were the only thing left. It, yeah, it was it was really hard to watch. Um, and then he gets back from the war. And he's and he's he, so he's, fucked up. He's drinking a lot. Has a he? big drinking problem. But he like, and then he you know takes one of those pills, opioid, whatever. Yeah, the high like dose. A, yeah, yeah. And he gets yeah. That's bad. And he starts popping pills regularly. And at first, Tons of pills. His, by the yeah, way. like 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 too many. Like you can't take those that many of those freaking. It's clean. like how the Advil bottle says only take three at a time. Well, this dude was like throwing twelve back at a time. But not even Advil, like Advil times four. Yeah, like this dude was like hopped up (laughs) and like loopy as shit all the time. High as balls. Such an odd role for Tom Holland. Yes, and he played it well. And he played it very well, but I feel like this could have been anybody else. Yeah. This isn't one of those things where I'm like, it's only Tom Holland. Only Tom Holland could have done this. No, but he nailed it. He did. He did so good. I really hope he gets recognition for it. Me too. He did incredible. And He's bulky as shit because A, he stopped filming Endgame and filmed this, and B, filmed Spider-Man right after it. So yep. um he said they had to lose a lot of weight for it at the beginning mm-hmm. and then gained it all back. Well, actually, no, he had to no, because they shot the junkie scenes first, I think. Dude, the That's junkie scenes are were really oh, hard they, to watch. Whenever their supply ran out, becomes they were a heroin and becomes a heroin addict. It, it's really just a not good movie. <laughs> her, her overdose is so sad. Yeah. She, she overdoses. She overdoses at one point. She comes home like freaking out because they're serious, like deep into it. Yeah. And then they try to quit together and be like productive. But you know how they say like when you quit something cold turkey, you go through like extreme withdrawals and you get sick they, and, with with that. Yes, they do. And it's horrible. Oh, it, it, it's so graphic. Really? I, I don't want to say commending the Russo brothers because, again, I, I feel like anybody could have directed this movie, but it was really kind of hard to watch, and that's why it's only getting a three out of five. Um, it's not enjoyable, but Tom Holland and the lead uh, actress nailed it. They nailed it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking murdered it. Oh, yeah. To be honest. Um, and it's on Apple TV Plus. So if you have the service, it's also not a short movie. Not it's at like all. It's like two and a half hours. I put it on last night, and I was like trying to go to bed early, and yep. it turned out it was two and a half hours. When me and Catherine <laughs> turned it on Friday night, I was like, oh, babe, this thing is two, a- two and a half hours. And she was like, and we continued her Marvel journey this last weekend, and we watched Endgame that morning. So we woke up at like nine, watched Endgame, and it ended at noon or whatever. And she was like, we watched a superhero movie this morning, and it was three hours long. And I was like, yeah, but this isn't a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much. There's not much you, action. When you go into one of those movies with like that, that's like really long, and it's not a superhero movie. You just gotta hope that it's good. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna clock in around an hour and thirty, an hour Me and forty. Too. Yeah, but no, two hours and like twenty-seven minutes. I think. Good lord, it was really long. It have was. You, it was a damn long movie. Have you seen Greyhound? By the way, on Apple Greyhound TV Plus. Yeah, the yeah. the Tom Hanks movie. I still haven't seen that. It was good. I need to watch but, it. Well, it was okay. It was a three out of five. <laughs> it was good. Well, uh, well, I mean, it was it was good. Yeah, it, I'm never gonna watch it again, and I'll probably mm. never watch Cherry again. No, I don't think I will either. Mom, mom, and dad watched it the same night as uh, as me and Catherine, and she texted me 20 minutes in and was like, "This is not good." Really? And then she finished it and said, "That was a weird movie. Not good." They were probably expecting kind of like what I was, like something not as fucked up as it was. Oh, so messed up. Yeah. 
I mean, and plus Tom Holland is like known for Spider-Man anyway. So like they don't expect to see this, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's Cherry, I guess. Do you have more more to say about Cherry? Nope. Go Tom Holland. Yeah, go Tom Holland. That's what that's what I got to say. And I guess go Russo Brothers trying to do something besides a superhero movie. Yeah. So why not just make it as long as a superhero movie? Take one of the actors from your previous superhero movie, <laughs> but don't make it about superheroes. Make it about drug addicts and war veterans. Yeah. <laughs> well, Moving on to what we normally do on the binge boys is close it out with a list. Tanner, you don't have a list. I haven't seen five musical movies. Damn. I'm not a, which, uh, just never gravitated towards them. We FaceTimed before he left his house to come over and he said, does Aladdin count? And I was like, I don't think you understand what I mean by music movies. <laughs> I literally mean music movies. Yeah. Movies, movies about, about music. a music yeah. musical group. Uh, Matt, do you have a list? I do, yeah. It's definitely probably a little bit looser with uh, what I'd consider a musical, a music-themed movie, but all of them feature music Some. as a central theme. Yeah, I, yeah. I considered putting that on my list, but I've talked about it like nine times, so I, I kept it off nah. this one. <laughs> I, I almost put it on too, but the only reason I didn't is because uh, it's not a specific like band. Yeah, yeah. I almost did because is. Because it, it, it feels like it is. Because yeah. it's such a real movie. Like, it feels like it is. But So it almost made my list as well. But sure, you guys know how it goes. I started off, Matt goes off, and then we just go back and forth. Are you ready, Tanner, to hear us talk about music movies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Write these down. Because these Lost are movies watches. that you... These, these movies no, are most know, likely movies that these. you should watch. And I'm surprised you haven't seen at least one of these that are on my list. But anyway, I'll start out. Yep. Number five is the one that I couldn't think of. So I put it on here because I didn't know how to finish my list. And that is Clouds <laughs> on, on Disney oh, okay. Plus, the movie that came out uh, yeah, last year. That. Yeah, we watched that as a group. Um, I think we had a pretty general review of it. Kind of a three out of five across the board. I think you maybe gave it a two just because maybe. I don't think it tickled your fancy as much as it did mine. Or maybe it yeah. was Mitch that gave it a two. But either way, a solid movie about a real guy. I think it was leukemia that he was dying from. Do you remember, Matt? It was definitely some kind of can. So I do think it was leukemia. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice story. On it's a Disney Plus movie. You could it's one of their originals. Uh, I'd check it out if you if you are interested. And uh, yeah, that that's my number five, Matt. What you got? My number five is Eight Mile, so another story about a rapper. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So not Dang. quite biographical, but definitely starring Eminem and taking place in a situation similar to how he grew up. So probably more than a little bit of influence. And so, yeah, all he wants to do is rap and just uh, his life around him just doesn't really let him do that. But um yeah, man, it's just solid. Um, well acted. I haven't watched it in a while, so hopefully it, it still holds up. But even if it doesn't, just uh, having lose yourself during the end credits is definitely more than enough to uh, to get it on the list. So, Logan, what's what's your number four? I'll have to make it known also that uh, I have not seen Eight Mile. Uh, I know uh, it's pretty good. I know it was oh, actually on really TV so. the other day. I got home from work and Jordan was catching the tail end of it when he, when he rap battles Anthony Mackie, aka the Falcon. And <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I say rap yeah. battles, I mean uh, Eminem spits, and then Falcon is just like, "Nah, fam," and he just walks off the stage. Uh, that's when he says, "Like th these are all the things you're gonna do to try and like attack my character, so I'm gonna do it first. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and it was awesome. So I need to catch the whole movie. I, I can't believe it's taken me so, lo so this good. long to to see the full movie watch it tonight. Oh no, I've got to watch The Bachelor tonight. Binging batch. Oh yeah. My number four <laughs> is uh, Rocket Man. Okay. Came out a few years ago. All about Elton John. Taron Edgerton played him. This one's an actual musical, like start to finish. They're mm -hmm. like singing pretty much most of the movie. I mean, there's there's points in time where they're not, but it, essentially it's song 
drama leading into song drama leading into song drama um and it was good it taught me a lot about elton john that i didn't know and uh made me respect elton john more and uh yeah it's it's a pretty good movie but just do know that this is a musical it it is a long musical so if if you're not expecting it going in then uh, you might not like it as much so matt what you got at number four uh, my number four is one you'll probably say doesn't count, but I am because it is the School of Rock. Oh damn! <laughs> so that's definitely that. a music movie. Like, oh, you, in you my opinion, opinion. yeah, sure, man. Just, man I th- I thought too literally of the <laughs> too literal of the definition, but that's okay because School of Rock is an all timer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just great Jack Black performance. A lot of really good child actors, which is a blessing when you can get it. Um, and yeah, this uh, this actually helped me learn a lot about um, rock music and was sort of a bridge between my dad and I since he was a big fan. And so we could watch this movie together and he'd like pause on the scene where they have like the big dissection of, you know, everything started yeah. with Led Zeppelin and then these all different kinds of genres like came out from there. So he would pause that and then say, oh, they're wrong here. This one is really more this kind of rock or whatever. So yeah, just a lot of good memories with uh, with School of Rock and its music. So Logan, what is what is the middle of your list looking like? The middle of my list looking like uh, shouts to Catherine. I knew she'd kill me if this wasn't on here. Uh, Walk the Line, starring okay. Joaquin Phoenix playing uh, Johnny Cash, the Man in Black. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's it's. Did you just say who? I said ooh. Oh, okay. No, I know that is. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were about to derail. Um, yeah, cut really. The cord there, cut the tape there. Yeah, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch would have had to make it work <laughs> because Tanner was no longer welcome. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a little bit older, so your parents have probably seen it. My parents were the reason I saw it for the first time too. I probably, I think it probably came out early two thousands. Um, Maybe late nineties. I'm. I'm gonna. You want to fact check that for me, Matt? Or should I fact check it? Oh, uh, walk the line. Yeah, I do believe it was uh, early two thousands. But let me yeah. just fill some time here while I get the date. And it is two thousand five. Wow, there you go. Early two thousands, two thousand five. Um, yeah, a pretty a pretty solid performance uh, by uh, Joaquin Phoenix playing uh, Johnny Cash. A pretty good movie. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's my number. Uh, that's my number two. Or I'm sorry, my number three. Matt, what you got? Your number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is probably the one on this movie that I've seen newly for the first time, and it is Almost Famous. I watched it this past summer. It came out in 2000 or 2001, um, but it's about a kid back in the, I believe, 70s um you know he's 14 or whatever but he tricks a rolling stone magazine into them letting him write a a uh, story about this up-and-coming band Stillwater, and so it really just kind of goes in the directions a uh, a 13 year old being or 13 or 14 being on the um on the tour bus with a uh, 70s rock band would go but yeah it's really good um i've uh, Cameron Crowe directs it, and so it really. Um, I I just like his style. Um, I think tells the story pretty well. Um, and yeah, so just a uh, sort of a, a more recent one for me. But that is almost famous. Logan, what is your runner-up? Yeah, uh, my runner-up is straight out of Compton. Came out a few years ago. Uh, all about the MWA. That's something you would really like, especially if you really liked the Biggie documentary. They kind of yeah. he kind of hinted at West Coast rap at a period of time and acknowledged like Snoop Dogg, yeah. Tupac, Ooh. NWA. Well, NWA is awesome. Straight out Compton. It's an awesome movie. Um, it, yeah, it just tells the whole story about Easy E and Ice Cube and how they really cool. and Dr. Dre how they all got their start. It's a really good watch. I, I, I really like really highly recommend it. I would like um, it. I got nominated for a lot of Oscars too that mm-hmm. year. Um, Ice Cube's son played Ice Cube, so it was oh, it was it was pretty awesome lookalike situation. But uh, yeah, straight out of Compton, loved it. What's your runner-up, Matt? 
Uh, Minor runner-up is a documentary, actually. It's called It Might Get Loud, um, and it sort of centers around uh, Jimmy Page, who played guitar in Led Zeppelin, The Edge, who played guitar for U2, and then Jack White, who's played guitar in 10,000 bands that he's created. Uh, And it sort of tells all their stories of like how they came to music, how they sort of pick the guitar and just sort of the stories of like different kinds of um, recordings and just sort of how they all found their, their individual sound. Again, uh, watched this with my dad since he was really into that kind of music. So it just, um, it was just really impactful. It was sort of in that same time period I talked about with um, school of rock and just kind of learning about a lot of uh, classic rock music. So if that's something you're interested in um i would definitely recommend it if you want to like learn about music or these weirdos that it stars uh yeah this is definitely a good way to do it what is the number one music themed movie for you logan this is probably no surprise to you matt i'm sure you probably saw this one coming uh as as probably everyone else because i don't do anything but not stand these people on the uh on this podcast and that's bohemian rhapsody man that's a fucking awesome movie. It really is. Yeah. I would, I, I've heard it's amazing. I really. I can't believe see it. you haven't I seen still, it. Uh, uh, it's uh, what's his name? Rami Malek plays Freddie Mercury pretty well. Pretty damn awesome. Uh, I learned a lot about Queen that I didn't know. I learned a lot about Freddie Mercury that I didn't know. Um, and yeah, I mean, seeing in theaters like every single time it queued up either a day in the studio or a concert and it played another Queen song. I was like, man, this is by Queen, too. I was like, let's go, dude. They have hit after hit after <laughs> yeah, hit after hit. And it made the movie yep. that more enjoyable just because every other scene was a song that was super popular. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. It's uh, it made me love Queen more and it made and it's it made Queen one of my favorite bands of all time. So, uh, that's my number one, Matt, what you got topping off your list? Uh, my number one is also one that's definitely come at the top of my list. And that is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The center (laughs) central Ah. conflict is a battle of the bands and he's in a band. And I think it's a pretty central part of his character. So that's the lie I'm telling myself about why this one uh, fits this particular list. But yeah, man, just highly stylized. Um, Love the the video game references, the, you know, sort of punk music references and just a killer soundtrack um, sort of kind of redone by uh, the bands like in them. Like they picked real songs and then said, here, uh, you know, Sex Bob-omb or Clash of Demon Head. This is going to be your song for it. So, yeah, man, I could talk about this movie all day, but since we're right in the time sweet spot, I will stop now. So <laughs> that is my number one. All around good list. Uh, I can't wait to uh, think about what we're going to do for next week because, honestly, next week, folks, uh, that that's the end of this episode. But if you want to stick around and hear some some talk real quick for just a couple minutes here. Next week's going to be a big one. I think um, I think we're going to have a lot of people on next week's episode. I, I'm thinking that there's going to be po- quite possibly five Binge Boys hosts on next week, um, one of which being Mitch returning, uh, one of which being Tanner returning, and the other one is uh, a friend that is teaming up with Mitch on something that Mitch is working on. Um, behind the scenes and he is super passionate about dc superhero movies and uh, he's partly responsible with one of the reasons i love movies so much so he uh i'll just say it austin austin from high school so i'll just call him high school austin (laughs) austin from high school austin from high school because everybody uh everybody uh in my life gets a a name before them you know like roommate turner roommate jordan cousin tanner so uh, high school austin so um yeah we're gonna be talking about the justice league Zack snyder cut uh which is four hours long let me remind everybody (laughs) good lord early reviews are in and it's looking very promising really yeah a lot of people are loving it a lot of people say Great improvements on CGI. Yeah. You, great you call that on like 8.0 on IGN? 
people loving it? That is not love. 8.0 is like, this is a good movie. I have seen several reviews on Twitter that that say that it is quite good. Yes. But yes, the IGN. Comic book TikTok people. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm following the bias people on TikTok, but. you know, I'm I'm not getting my hopes up too quick, too much. I'm gonna go in steady. Tanner, have you seen the actual Justice League movie, yeah, the one that times. came out a few times, uh, a yeah. few years ago? Did you ever see that one, Matt? I did in theaters. Okay, same here. I remember. I remember, up. You, I remember you going to it, really, and then telling you not to. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no I, mean, I didn't think it was that I bad. It was, it was a good, horrid, it's a good action movie, but but yeah. now hearing about the stuff that you know the studio kind of shaped the movie the way they wanted it and the way that Zack Snyder had to dip out halfway through production. I, I'm i I'm excited to see what they do. Here. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be good. Joker's going to be in it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that. The first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, boy. And then we'll probably have a list. I don't know if we want to dive into another main topic just because we'll probably spend a good amount of time on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. So we might just keep it as uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and Falcon and the Winter Soldier next week. We'll probably yeah, throw a list in there. Uh, maybe top five DC extended universe movies to date. I think we've probably done that a few times, but not with these new hosts. Not with the new no, hosts. No, it's true. Yes, more to learn. So <laughs> be on the lookout for next week. Yes. And then be on the lookout this Thursday for 21 Jump Street. Featuring me and Logan, that other guy. Yes, the secondary <laughs> host. Yes, <laughs> that's me. it for this episode, guys. Not Matt. Not Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for this episode, fam. Uh, if you liked it, let us know. Leave that feedback on iTunes. We love the rating. Tanner, welcome. Thank you for having me, everybody. I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> yes. <you> yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Binge Boys Podcast. And, uh, yeah, guys, we'll see everybody next time. Bye. Bye. See you. Ahsoka Tano. Was that Mitch? No, no, that wasn't Mitch. Was that Mitch? Ahsoka Tano.